Welcome to episode 9 of Discussing the What If. I'm Eddie Alcaraz. Now today's episode is a day late and, well, after having traveled to Minneapolis to visit my son, is definitely a dollar short. But I'll do my best to put in some great content in this, some great observation and on the plane back. I was looking out the window and looking down. You couldn't see the ground. You couldn't see anything but just a layer of clouds. So I know what's underneath. There's people, there's problems, there's growth, there's success, there's failures, there's everything. But from where I was, I couldn't see it. And if that's not relatable to this topic that I'm finally getting around to telling you is called Beneath the Surface. What we show in our everyday to those we work with, to those we interact with, to our family members and loved ones is never what is beneath the surface. And that is something that we're all guilty of. Every one of us kind of holds back. And whether the reason be to not worry anybody, not cause alarm, not give anybody a reason to, for some, to even stop and, and talk about it. Not many people are comfortable talking about stuff like that regarding their problems or their worries or concerns. I've got my hand raised because I'm definitely one of them. It is not something that is openly discussed. And that's one part of it. The other part of it is, who do we turn to? Who can we rely on? Who are our go-to people? And while most of the time the answer won't be anybody who is in the professional field of being able to offer therapy or having been trained in any way, shape, or form to formulate an opinion, we still have people who in our minds and in our hearts are qualified to help us with the everyday things that we face or just to be that ear or voice of reason. If we don't have those, then that makes this a little bit harder. So beneath the surface, so much is going on, so much is happening. Just like that cloud cover over whatever city at that time we were going over. There's a lot going on that we can't see. A lot happening that needs to get talked about and needs to get fixed or just let out. Let the words just go off into the air and release it. Beneath the surface, I think it was the only title that I could have come up with regarding what it is that I'm going to talk about in the segments to follow. Now, while I can't answer the who you'll turn to specifically, and while I hope you have somebody that you can turn to, just know that there are other outlets as well. I mean, look at the times we're going through. Through both flights, going and coming back. Gives you time to think. And I looked around. I think I've started to people watch more. 
I've never really done that. I've never been that interested in the goings and comings of anybody really that I'll never see again. But specifically, this city, Minneapolis, and, and I'm not going to single them out for anything good or bad, you know, which way. But just as an example, I was there, so I'm going to use them as an example. The weather bounced around from somewhere in the 20s to somewhere in the 40s, something I am definitely not accustomed to. But as I looked around, and the downtown area was, there were people milling about or going about their daily lives, not noticing me, and just how they're prepared for the cold, for whatever their day was going to bring. And I'm bundled up. I got gloves and I got a beanie and I got, you know, jackets. And looking back, I probably could have used another layer. But um, there was experience in that. So, but just watching these people. And they're on full lockdown right now. Not much different from where I am in California, where... A lot of things are being closed down and affecting the lives of many. From those sick to those working to those just somewhere in between those two things. But this cold that I don't know if I could ever get used to. These people had made adjustments. But, but that's what it seems so or seemed like on the surface. And I just wondered, not about every person, but some that caught my eye, their levels of tolerance, what they could push themselves through. 30 degree weather, I saw a guy in shorts. Other people I saw waiting for a bus, or I think it was the Metro it's called, and bundled up completely bundled up. And that kind of lends to how we deal with things. I mean, it's easy easy to sit here and say, well, the person that was bundled up, you know, just doesn't have, can't take the cold well. But it could also mean that they're very prepared, knowing that it could get colder. And that part I just, I don't know if I could ever get used to. I I really don't see... Um, being the owner of several winter coats and multiple scarves. and But that said, I was welcomed into that town by the people there who I interacted with, and it was, it was a great time. Good to see my son. But bundled up, and like I said, can be completely re- prepared for what was going to come. Or just nervous and scared and figured by being this way I won't have to deal with much I've kind of prepared for if it does but that's not the only reason why I did it maybe I overdid it and then I think about the guy in the shorts was he just that confident or was he truly not that cold was he putting on a front for everyone around him maybe he's the the tough guy. Maybe it's what's expected of expected of him. Maybe it is. 
maybe he's that guy that everybody knows. It doesn't phase him. It doesn't bother him. Or is just with the person that has completely bundled up. Maybe he just wants that attention. Maybe he has no clue. Maybe he's freezing his ass off. We don't know. I didn't get a chance to talk to either person. And I don't think it would have really made a difference in what I observed, what I saw. But I will tell you this. It's kind of how we all are. Whether we're the show-off or the person who's overly cautious or prepared or someone who kind of goes with the flow. That's the perception we put out there. But deep within, or maybe not even that deep, what do our eyes say? Our motions that we make, our hand gestures, or how we dress, what we eat, how we talk. Is it a far cry? Is it a distance away from what we truly are or want to be? I'd like to think that maybe with some of these words we can close that gap somewhat. What have we what do we got to do to close that gap? To be who we genuinely want to be inside and out. I've been trying for 49 years and I think I've never been closer. And that said, if I stepped back, maybe it's still a it's, it's the depth of the Grand Canyon that I still need to get to. But that doesn't mean I'm going to give up. It doesn't mean that I'm just going to let go and say, well, this is as good as it's going to get. This is the best Eddie I'm going to be. And the reason I say that is because each day brings something different. And beneath the surface is also something that can change day to day, whether the stress levels go up and we just kind of fall back into that cocoon. I mean, I know for me personally, work right now has never been busier. And I persevere, I push ahead, and there's times I just want to make sure I get home and try and eat something and get to bed. But there's got to be more to that. Hence the treadmill that sits in the corner of my room sitting there giving me an outlet giving me the opportunity to jump on and just break a sweat throw my headphones in and listen to music that allows me to escape and that's a temporary thing but who we present ourselves to be and who we are behind that should be something that should be close. Shouldn't be too far from each other. Me, I talk. I like to make people laugh. I like to make people feel comfortable. And as I get to know them, I like to look out for them. 
kind of who I am. I like to accommodate. I don't like sadness. I don't know many people that do, but I don't like sadness. I don't like people dealing with too much and me and my arms crossed or just standing there not doing anything. It's not who I am. It's one of the qualities that I've been told time and time again that is a good thing about me. And that doesn't sit too low beneath the surface. There's times I've come kind of... Yeah, I don't, I don't trust or I don't really look at the person who's telling me who they are and what they need and that I feel that I need to act on it. And of course I feel bad afterwards. I feel bad later. But that's one of the things that I, I do like. I, I think needs to kind of not necessarily be worn as a badge, but... Because then that can get you used. That can get you labeled as, we can pull one over on this guy. And he's going to take it as it's, you know, that he's helping. So you don't want to do that too much. I shouldn't do that. And I won't. I'll do my best not to. Have I been taken advantage of? Have I had the wool pulled over my eyes? Absolutely. I'm human. And there's an old song that, for whatever reason, comes on at the right time in my life. It has. Sometimes it's me playing it because I want to hear it because it's a good song. But it's called Everybody Plays the Fool. And that's true. I don't think anybody listening to this podcast would disagree. To a small degree, to a larger degree, we all have. We're human. But that shouldn't get us so scared of what we think might happen that we hide who we truly are. We just got to, we got to work at becoming a better judge of character. Reading and kind of looking at people and seeing if we can contribute. And you know, I say that and I've been told many a time that people will tell me, hey, I've gone above and beyond. And it hasn't gotten me anywhere. So that's why I will continue to just smile. And I've heard this so many times, especially in the workplace. I'll just come in, get the job done, smile when I need to, put my head down, get it done and go home. That's one way of doing it. It really is. And I've seen people that have had success at it. But are they truly happy? I mean, I can be a grump. I've mentioned that before numerous times. I can be. I try not to, especially lately. I think I recognize that a little bit more, that, you know, that's not, that's not who I want to be. But I think your place of business or who you're around should see who you are. And me, I try to bite my tongue a little bit more now not offer when I'm not asked. It's very hard for me. It really is. And it's not that I'm a know-it-all. It's not that I can fix everything. Far from it. But I don't like to see people sad. It's just something about it. It doesn't sit well with me. So that's something I show on the surface that, you know, uh, I've heard and 
from therapists and people in that field that it's kind of a Superman complex. To be able to fix everything, to be able to, you know, come up with a solution and make the day right, make the person right, make the situation better. I'm guilty of that, I am. But I don't think it's a bad thing. So below that surface, I I try to be that for myself. Not all the time, but when I remember that I need to be. Strong for me, so I can be strong for others. Okay, so let's play the flip side of this. What if it, what if that's your happy medium? What if who you present yourself to be and then who you choose to be for you is okay? You're okay with it. For some, transparency means everything. What you see is what you get. I'm lucky enough to say that I was raised by parents like that, for better or worse. There were no hidden agendas. There were no hidden feelings of, I'm going to try to live through my child. I never felt that. Very, very fortunate that that wasn't the case. They didn't try to live through me. They didn't try to make me the person that was going to fulfill their dreams. Not at all. But what if what you are to the world and then what you are to yourself don't match up? But you're okay with that. Maybe there is no sadness in those two. In the costumes we put on, you know, to get through our day. The masks, the... Whatever the case may be. That gets us through our morning, noon, and nights. Wardrobe changes happen a lot with large productions, you know. And while we're entertained as an audience... We're enthralled and we get caught up in the whole show. How many of us sit and wonder, you know, the person sitting next to us at work or a friend or a family member, what they're truly going through? These times, man, they're crazy. They are. I try to make sense of this. It's unlike anything we've been through. But I also realized that for as much as we've been torn apart, at least this is my opinion, there's a way to come together. And this small aspect of seeing what's beneath the surface, and maybe it's as simple, that curiosity that we have of others, is just to ask, just hold a conversation, get to know that person whatever it is that they're willing to release to us should be enough. Or maybe by asking that question, we open a floodgate for the better. Maybe they were holding it all in. And I'm not a big proponent of that. I did that for too long. 
the floodgates should never be closed for a long time. Do things build up? I, yeah, I, I think they do. And I think that is something we need to be mindful for. You know, just kind of keep an eye out and make sure that those waters don't rise too much. They don't rise to a point where releasing them in one shot just is catastrophic. Because I'm learning. Deal with things at a good pace, at your pace. Now, I think I've covered what we would do or how we should go about dealing with others. And what we need to do in dealing with ourselves. What we present, what we're willing to give. Is it a mechanism to keep people away? Like, this is what I'm going to show you. Happy-go-lucky, hardworking, dedicated. And this should be enough. Should keep you at a distance. It is around us all the time. I think people do that. But I also, I've been around people that don't want anyone inside or to dig deep to be able to see what's below the surface. That's for them. That's for their family. That's for a whole different crowd that they're dealing with and they're part of. And we got to respect that. We do. You got to respect it. You can't, we're not all talk show hosts. We don't all need to find that solution for the betterment of all. Because I believe that it starts with the betterment of one. And maybe the solution is what we see. And if it's not, then we tread lightly. We need to be careful. But if we can open that door and see ourselves and say, hey, I want to be more like the person that the world sees. Or hey, I want the world to see the person that they haven't. That is only something that we can decide. And that we're going to be willing to do. And with others, it's the same thing. Can't push. Don't push and force something that's not going to happen. Because if that person is already keeping us at a at length, at a distance, that's just going to increase that. Going to put their guard up. And it could come off as nosy or pushy or however they tend to view us. But I would imagine that that's not going to get us any closer to truly finding out what that person's about. And we're not going to crack all those mysteries. We're not Scooby-Doo. As much as we would at times like to think that we could. Sometimes it's just best to let things lie, I guess. But it's worth even a shot. And that door may get closed in our face. It may never meant to be opened by anyone.
Someone asked me how I felt about, or how I felt after I completed each podcast. Pretty good. Sometimes better than others. But with this particular podcast, I want to dig deeper. And I won't make this a series, you know, part two or part three. I told you, though, early on that there would be times that we would do that and there would be other times that we wouldn't. I want to drag on with something that isn't interesting, isn't something that we need to keep talking about. But this one, my curiosity has been piqued. So maybe we dig around and not necessarily in trying to find out what's beneath the surface, but what leads to how we get to where we are. Or, I don't know, just throwing ideas, just thinking out loud. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast. This is episode nine. We're going to go to 12 for season one. So we're going to have three more to come. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and the entire podcast and it's, you know, glorious nine episodes, if you would, and that I haven't bored you to death. Have a great day. Make this week. It's going to be a short week for most, this holiday week with Turkey Day coming up for those that celebrate. Um, Enjoy yourselves. Don't overindulge. And remember to be safe and be smart. And we'll add to that. You know, be sensitive to those around you. And make sure that no matter what you do, it's for the betterment of you. So I will talk to you soon, and I will end by saying, dig ya.